I love people with sense of humor and that's one of the qualities I find the most attractive and especially if somebody can make fun of themselves I absolutely love I love listening to them I want to be friends with them you know so yeah sense of humor is everything to me and that ladies and gentlemen is your first host flow lately I'm just gravitating a lot towards humor and I'm just ready to have a big belly laugh I just want to laugh and that is my reason for the season I just want to have a good laugh and I'm hoping these 10 movies will do that and ladies and gentlemen that is your second host Tanvi Hi and welcome to Movie Wala podcast. Today we are talking about Malamal which came out in 1988. Prime Minister of India was Rajiv Gandhi. The movie is directed by Kaval Sharma. Producer was Bipin K Devan. Music is by Anu Malik. Actors are Nasiruddin Shah, Poonam Dhillon, Mandakini, Satish Shah, Dilip Tahil, Aditya Pancholi and Harindranath Chattopadhyay. The movie is about this cricketer, aspiring cricketer who's poor and he finds out that he has a grandfather who has left him a will of 3 billion rupees. The only catch is that he has to spend at least 30 million rupees within 30 days and if he does that then he gets to have this 3 billion inheritance money. So the whole plot is that and yeah, it's about how he chooses to spend this money and does he spend it in the end? We will know. <laughs> Oh what wouldn't I give to have that kind of inheritance and that amount I mean even today it's insane I mean it's a huge amount of money but in 1988 this is pre pre everything it is pre commercialization 80s india was like pre globalization the economy hadn't opened up any foreign products or brands if they had to come come to india it had to collaborate with another indian company and then they can 80s india was very different we did not have a uh, money to just spend on brands foreign brands you had to either import them or you have to go travel abroad and buy them and come back you know it is very and different and pay a heavy custom excise duty yeah very heavy yeah so it must have been really hard to spend it i know but i was like and and the the catch in the grandfather's will was that he can't buy anything mm. with that money so he has to spend it without purchasing any property clothes nothing so he cannot buy cars anything and he cannot give more than uh, 5 lakhs in charity so he can't even just give everything away in charity so there was like clauses he had to meet so he has to just hire things for like obnoxiously huge amount of money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know right he hired the cameraman who was played by Dilip Tahil his original salary was like 1500 bucks for a month and he hired him for 15000 rupees a yeah. day <laughs> which even today is crazy like if somebody was getting paid 15000 rupees a day that's a good amount of money that's like a crazy amount of money so 15000 rupees in 88 would have been like 15 million a day <laughs> I know I mean yeah in dollars like 15000 in 1988 in dollars would be like making 1500 dollars a day a day yeah right yeah 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 and with j- just just taking pictures <laughs> <laughs> What wouldn't I give I for know. that? Yeah. So this is um actually based on unofficially based on a 1902 novel called Brewster's Millions by George Barr McClutchin if I'm pronouncing his name right. Satish Shah and Nasiruddin Shah are the two main guys in the movie. So yeah, I was very 
pleasantly surprised. Mm. Like I didn't have much, very many expectations from this movie. I had not never seen it. Like I'd never seen the full movie. I was aware of it. I knew there's like something to do with cricket. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew this one song which was so bizarre, the Cleopatra oh song. Oh my god. You knew that? <laughs> I know. I think I must have seen it somewhere and I remember thinking even then like this is a bizarre song and clearly I do not want to see this movie because this is rubbish, right? So I was like, oh God, that song is from this movie. So I just knew that and I knew the title track. Like I'd heard Mala Maham. So other than that, I had absolutely no idea and I was never even inclined to watch it. But surprisingly, other people have seen it. And yeah, some of the people in my life around me were very happy that I chose to review this uh, movie. Yeah, I was like, really? You guys know about it? I'm like, how about you? Had you seen it before? I hadn't seen it at all. So I, but when I read the plot, I was like, oh, it sounds very familiar. It's, it's a very interesting plot. So I thought because it's so interesting, I thought they must have just ripped it off from, you know, from a Hollywood movie. (laughs) And then I looked it up. And like you had mentioned, it's from this 1902 novel by this American author. And, and apparently it's been one of the most remade films of its time. Because the plot is very interesting, right? So I can imagine totally people making it. So one was in 1940s and then 1980s. And then we had our own version in the 80s as well. Uh, so yeah, but it was it was a good watch. I really enjoyed it. And especially because of these two. They had great, great chemistry together. Satisha and Nazrudin. And see, seeing them together, I, I was thinking of Jani Bido Yaro. You know, it was, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it was a very pleasantly, surprisingly uh, good watch. You know? Good watch, yeah. Like a clean uh, situational comedy. Naturally, 80s are known for slapstick humor. And this did not have slapstick humor at all. So, so far, the run has been pretty good, right? Like our previous one was Chameli Ki Shadi and now this. So, so far, like the 80s have not let us down. Or maybe we haven't chosen the movies that would let us down. But I'm very proud of the ones that we have discussed so far. And this one really lives up to the hype. And I'm just I'm just happy that I finally saw a movie which I hadn't watched and I wasn't totally like, why am I watching this? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Do you want to start with fashion? Okay, 80s. <laughs> yes. This is like late 80s. So that's when it went really off, you know. Early 80s still had like leftovers of 70s. So it was still okay. But this was, so I, I was very ready for cringeworthy clothes. Because I had low expectations, there were like certain things that I was like, oh, nice. I actually like it. But there were other things where I was like, oh, it's so, so 80s. And uh, especially the men's fashion, you know, there were blazers that Satisha and Asidin Shah would wear, checks and printed. It was not bad at all. Some people wear it now, you know, like big checks and everything. So it's kind of bad. So it wasn't totally cringeworthy. But women's fashion was a little cringeworthy. It's just 80s being 80s. <laughs> and that Nasiruddin Shah's overall oh that he wears. White overalls. White overalls. And I was like, what is the sense behind it? I mean, he's supposed to be really, you know, living in poverty and everything. So the first, when he's introduced what he's wearing, I can tell like, okay, fine. He lives in a really not that good neighborhood. What he was wearing reminded me of, like, he had just escaped from a prison in the US. A prison or, yeah, exactly, like the stripes. It did feel like he's gotten, like, he's just escaped from somewhere, if not prison. Those trousers were, like, weirdly fitted and the t-shirt was, like, body fitted and striped and he was wearing totally random clothes. And then after that, he switches into an overall and there's no explanation given. Like, why is he in that overall I'm like okay and after that he's in like even more bizarre like bow tie suits and I'm like okay they have to show him 
Raja Sahab, right? Like he has to be this royalty, so-called royalty. So yeah. But I think uh, in certain outfits, I liked what Poonam Dhillon was wearing. Like especially her office wear. It was very 80s, but it was very put together. So it didn't like... Uh, make me cringe or I didn't feel like what the hell is this and her hair was beautiful like you know and she's known for her hair of course and yeah, back in the day she is pretty she has such a pretty face she's so pretty but you know as always like how they do to Hindi movies like I mean I'll come to that later after we're done with fashion but yeah I liked her clothes in like bits and pieces sometimes in songs she's wearing absolutely annoying like what is she wearing I was like even in 80s nobody wore that like really crazy although mandakini was still decent i wouldn't say like there was anything she was wearing that felt like why is she wearing that she just pulled it off so clothes wise it was all like very random um nothing cringe worthy but just like wtf like yeah. why and also something that you wouldn't be like oh i would wear that you know even a piece of it though there was nothing there was nothing that i would wear out of it but there was some things i was just wondering like why why are they wearing this <laughs> There is no explanation, like not even like, oh, they're poor, that's why they're wearing it. There's like absolutely no reason to wear it. Even if you're poor, like white overalls, which would need to be cleaned so yeah, often. white overalls. Wow. Was it ever in fashion? <laughs> <sighs> Clearly, I don't know. That was that. Moving on to music. Anu Malik. Anu Malik and credits, it has two ends. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was like, so this has been for a long time. It wasn't a recent edition. It was like, because I remember in 90s, it was without Exactly. So I think he, it was not with two ends in the 90s. So I was surprised to see with two ends because right now he has two ends, right? Oh, yeah. Right now he has. So I thought he added later, but apparently yeah, not. not. Yeah, looks like that. So maybe he removed it and then added it. Like 90s, he just let it go and then it came back. <laughs> So oh, that was interesting. It was horrible. Yeah. But yeah, all the songs were forgettable except for the da-na-na, title da-na-na, track. Malheto <laughs> something something. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps coming like, over and over again throughout the course of the movie, right? So it kind of and it's a catchy yeah. number. Yeah, it grew on you. Uh and then there was this one I think it is uh, Alicia Chinoy singing it. Uh, it was like Kal na aya hai na aiga or arare arara. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I think it was a club song where these two girls are dancing. Okay, they were pretty. They were good and they were like really hot body. Because I was trying to see who they are because they looked really good. I know that they had good moves. Mm. One of them who also later on comes in as uh, what is that guy? Amjad Khan's wife. She's not but she comes in as Amjad Khan's uh, whatever. She is the same girl. So I, she, her name is nowhere to be found. But I tried to google her even when we were recording Khoop Surat. She's the same girl who I told you that she's in a lot of movies but they never give her any credit. She's one of those unnamed girls. She was the friend of Rakesh Roshan's friend's wife who helps them. Oh, right. Because we did speak about her because she had a good presence on camera. Yes, exactly. And she is in a lot of these random movies and this was the same girl. It's so sad, right? Because she could dance, she could act really well and yeah. 
It's just sad. And I even remember back then always trying to find these people. And even like in some of the movies, I did not pay attention here because maybe they did mention, but a lot of time they don't mention like, you know, the, the character's name and mm. then who's playing that person. So maybe we could go back and check the, her name over there. I, but yeah, there's no information about her on internet. But yeah, so she's the same girl as wow, the one in Coops. Okay. Yeah, both of them were really good dancers. But that song was ridiculous. Like what was that song? I rem- I only have one note over here, like WTF. <laughs> like what? Fashion WTF. Music WTF. Animatic. Yeah. What? Okay, this was definitely one of the worst compositions from Manu Malik. This album. Yeah. <laughs> very forgettable. Very forgettable. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, we already spoke about that Cleopatra song. Besides the music, even the choreography was so bizarre. And I don't understand why did... I mean, they don't do mention that she has a thing for Cleopatra and the pyramids and the some like history behind it. And then she thinks she herself is Cleopatra and she being Mandakini. Oh my gosh, she's such a bad actress. So bad. Like, she's so bad. She cannot deliver a single dialogue. She cannot dance. She definitely cannot act. I was like, what did Raj Kapoor see in her? I think she maybe just light eyes and you know she looked at she fair looked skin good. yeah and and also i think she's more known for her connection with Dawood ibrahim right the gangster <laughs> yeah yeah that's how i know her name or the the song from ram teri ganga mm. meli yeah that. In White Sari. The quintessential rain song of a woman in White Sari. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that like talking about that, like that's when I felt if you see the women in this. So they've made Mandakini, who is like a little bit ditzy, mm. like right? She's not one of the brightest in there. And then they very conveniently, like I liked when Poonam Dhillon is introduced and you know, uh, Nasir and Shah is hitting on her. And he forcefully tries to hold her hand and give her a rupee coin and she's like she she like uh, slaps his hand away he tries to hold it again and then she slaps him and she's like why the hell are you trying to hold my hand or touch my hand and I was like okay exactly like what the hell is going on this is so creepy yeah this is so good but the way her character goes they so conveniently make her annoying I'm like tolerating her tolerating her I like her in the beginning and then I'm tolerating tolerating and then I can't tolerate her when she like meets Mandakini so as much as Mandakini I can't I don't like the acting I mean just the fact that she goes to Mandakini says modern women so Mandakini turns around and says like you are also here and I'm also here you're also working I'm also working what is so not modern about you and she says you know you know, we can spend time together you know you might start liking me or you might change your perception yeah. about me right in 80s it was meant to be a bad thing where you know they expected the audience to support um, Poonam right the moral yeah, yeah the moral girl in quotes but now when I'm watching it I'm like oh my god this other woman you know that they're trying to put down is she's so tolerant and she's so open you know to getting to know other people and she's not judging anyone I was supporting I was like yes go Mandakini I mean like you said you know she's not a great actor but that scene I know that the, they had written it the way where they wanted the audience to relate to her, but I was relating more to yeah. uh, more to Mandakini. I was like, yes, you know, it's such a valid point. That, oh my God, I can't believe we picked on the same scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, why wouldn't we? We are sensible women. Exactly what you just said. You know, the fact that I was not on board with her acting, but at that, in that scene, I felt 100% she... 
she 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 nailed that scene like having said that she couldn't act in that scene she was vulnerable and the right amount of you know uh, open and warm and still trying to be st- not being a pushover or like somebody you can roll over on and then she's like and when apuna is like no thank you then she goes on with her life it's not like oh my god i'm going to like desperately be your friend or now or she's not trying to like take revenge because punam has offended her or you know something like that. she's just chill about her life and this is exactly what every woman should we're all different it just takes a little bit of you know getting to know each other to like you don't have to like judge judge other women but i don't even get the logic like why did punam say that what was so unmodern about her like they didn't even okay they didn't even explain it in a cliche way right like how they usually do okay okay maybe poonam wears sari so neither is it like that poonam wears salwar kameez or sari nor is that poonam stays at yeah. home and does not do anything so poonam is the one who has the boyfriend poonam is the one who's working poonam is so what makes her comment on mandakini it was so random first of all that scene and it backfired from what the writers actually wanted i was like yes <laughs> I love it. <laughs> exactly. So, um now that we're already talking about scenes, do you have any other scene that you liked? I think any scene with between Satish and Nasrin Shah I loved. They go to the club and they kind of make a ruckus because they're drunk or something. So they're in the court and <laughs> Satish Shah you know addresses the judge. So he says my lord and then <laughs> my bab and then he says my lady god <laughs> i think first he says my bab and then he's like my lord and then <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's so naturally yeah there's no gap right he just says it it's it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing i agree i also like the scene where they are like discussing <laughs> that they have 2 rupees right and how they're going to split those 2 rupees so first they order one chai and they are sharing that chai and then they are like oh let me get another chai and then so apparently the chai is costing them 50 paisa so i was like oh my god where in the world will i get a chai for 50 paisa now and then the way they break down is like with 2 rupees they are going to have tea lunch and buy the bus tickets and i was like how cheap was india back then It's only later that I realized that they are planning to like pull a scam, and I was like, they are about to do so much with just two rupees two and rupees. Yeah. two people. <laughs> But they do say right, the bus ka ticket is eight hana. This is like that, and I was like, oh, I rem, I I do remember like vaguely that annas were still around when I was a kid. But I don't ever remember using them. Yeah. I have heard about them, and I think I do also remember being in school and then th- those annas and all being like stopped. Like the government says that there will no not be any more and even the paisa right i remember one paisa coin oh my remember, yeah, remember one that paisa, yeah one paisa coin and then you would get like a toffee with it or something five paisa or something and then i also remember still being in school and when one paisa being stopped like there is no one paisa and a five rupee coin coming out oh yeah and all of this happened in the just in my school time so i can i mean just in those i used to be obsessed with five rupee coins because they were so cute me too they were so cute and i was like <laughs> and i used to buy that uh, five star Mm-hmm. Five star. I used to buy five star because I think one five star was like five rupees. Yeah, the big one. For the longest time, it was five rupees actually. If you remember, I think you know it's still five rupees, but the size is one tenth of oh, really? that bar. 
same here did too i like i i eat m&ms because that's all we get here but every time i take one m&m i'm like i'll be like oh god it doesn't taste like gems gems had its own yeah, i know i agree we are definitely 90s kids okay so that scene do you have any other scene and i have uh, not funny this is not a funny scene but i like the crossover of bollywood and cricket these yeah. are like the two obsession of india right even now to an extent these are the two obsession of any indian definitely and politics also so they also put in politics <laughs> So it has everything and it has like a cameo by Sunil Gavaskar who was the captain at that time I think. Yeah. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> I just have one other scene where uh, so the first scene we see that uh, Nasiruddin Shah and Satish Shah have gone to buy BD, right? And then that lady who is selling the BD is in um, I keep forgetting her name, but she is the one who was in Ramayana. Oh yeah, Lalita Pawar. Yeah, let me just confirm 100% and then okay, she is they haven't mentioned her in any credits but i am so sure that was lalita pawar it is lalita pawar i am so surprised that they haven't mentioned yeah okay so the movie opens where uh, nasiruddin shah and satisha are going to this woman who is lalita pawar and i can't believe that they have not mentioned her in the credits and you know she's not mentioned anywhere she's playing gangubai and for some stereotypical reason all the maharashtrian women in hindi movies are called gangubai <laughs> like there's no other name they can think for a maharashtrian woman okay so the scene is like now when uh, Nasiruddin Shah has to spend money he sends all the people who are at his disposal <laughs> to find Gangubai because he wants to have BD specifically made by Gangubai so the whole bunch of people have gone and then when the BD comes uh, Poonam Dhillon is like no before you smoke this you should know how much effort and money has gone into this BD so she gives him the breakdown of that how many people went and found and the cost of petrol and time and energy and the whole process of getting that BD and up being 1 lakh rupees so well, 1 lakh rupees is still so much money this is back again in 1988 and they bring lalita pawar as well she hand rolls the bd in front of him and smokes and he's like the dilip tahil in the back says like this has to be the world's most expensive <laughs> bd ever so the whole build up to that bd is very like amusing so yeah i like i liked how the whole build up goes in that he's like yes i want that specific bd only i mean i'm like if you have the money yeah. then you might as well do that right if you want the best coffee you can go to that country get your coffee you don't have exactly. to get colombian coffee in the us you can go to colombia go to that <laughs> the specific coffee farm and get the coffee or send your private jet to colombia and get a private brewer <laughs> to bring you coffee <laughs> you can even have like a private picker who will only pick for you <laughs> coffee beans <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, the movie is filled with such uh, you know um, interesting scenes, interesting takes, and all that jazz. But now moving on to acting. How did you think everybody did? Oh my god. Okay, acting. I don't know if this is part of acting, but Chanki Pandey, Chanki Pandey, right? No, Aditya. No, Aditya Pancholi. Between Chanki Pandey and Aditya Pancholi. But Aditya Pancholi. Oh my god, he is. I'll tell you. One is cute. One is creepy. Wait. I think Aditya Pancholi in this movie was good looking. Really? I thought he's giving out like douchebag vibes. That vibes, yeah, but good looking. 
as long as he doesn't talk <laughs> he i don't know i looked at him and i was like this is the guy i would look at and be like okay you are an asshole <laughs> i don't know <laughs> acting i thought everybody did their part punam was good nasir was good yeah. really yeah non acting yeah i might say mandakini is <laughs> non acting <laughs> i don't know for some reason like i already said aditya pancholi i was like whatever dude like get out of my way but this is the first movie where i felt nasir was like just winging it he's just like i'm going to do it because it's going to give me money because there's these bunch of movies he did right where he's like tirchi topi wala or hero hira lal and oh i wouldn't put nasir's acting to this one because those movies you know that he is not convinced he doesn't care he just needs the money but this he put an effort he's not the he's not the 100% nasir that we love from other great movies that he has done but yeah he was okay right i don't know i thought he was just just like giving probably 1%. He was just like, "Okay, I'll do it." <laughs> like I need the money. <laughs> I mean, to his credit, if you felt like that, I think that goes to show that even when he's giving 1%, which I think it is better than even like when people are giving 100% like Aditya Pancholi. There are certain scenes, yeah, maybe he was off, but there were certain scenes where he was very convincing, like especially scenes with him and Poonam, scenes with him and Satish. I thought he actually like you know he has put in an effort like but again like you said maybe his one percent is even better than any non actor mandakini's skills <laughs> i would i would probably agree with you on satisha like the scenes with him and satisha he seems to be enjoying them yes so he seems to be little more like um, energetic but those see- some scenes i was just like oh god this is the this is the least amount of acting i've seen this scene <laughs> ever do like it's like right. he's just not doing it and actually like My first introduction to Nasir is not all the amazing movies he's done. I think the first movie I ever knew of his was the um what was that movie? Hero Hira Lal. That is that is the first movie I know that I saw and that was Nasir. So my the first dialogue of his I remember is like fata poster nikla hero <laughs> that. Second movie is Tridev that I know of his. It was way later when I you know I learned about Masoom and Ijazat and all of that. I was like that is not Nasir. That is Nasir. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, by that standard I felt like this is probably the least amount of acting he's ever done. But I have seen his worst movies as well that he's just just done this walk through it you know so i'm like yeah this was better like this which one his, you know like those he three even today i liked him in three days <laughs> really i, <laughs> I, I did <laughs> i i liked three days in general and i liked him in three days i also liked him in hero hira lal like when it's like that whole maybe it's because that's the first movie of his i saw but or maybe i'm like judging him in reverse order now right like i saw those movie first and now i saw the good movies and now i see yeah and then poona man she was just like an unnecessary moral police like who made the she always had this judgmental eyes towards always. everyone no matter <laughs> who was on the scene he's like judging nasir judge, judging aditya who deserved to be judged <laughs> judging mandakini she was just on her own trip but i agreed with her on just one dialogue of hers towards the end you know when because she doesn't know why nasir is spending so much right so last me you know when she no she doesn't find out when she says that you know you don't know the value of money because you know there are people who are actually dying Hmm. So I was like, yes, I agree with you on that. That that was all, you know. Yeah. So other than that, she was just like you said, judging everyone. So judgment, like, like it was her full time job. I liked how you just said last May. <laughs> last May, <laughs> you know, towards the end, finally, one dialogue that I can get behind. Yeah. Just one random thing was that. Uh, first of all, I felt you know the 
the accountant, the one who's on Nasir's side from the beginning, he had actually told Satisha, Nasiruddin Shah and Poonam Dillon when they were in the same room that he's supposed to spend 30 crore rupees. And I was like, but he did tell them and then they continue to act okay, as if they good. didn't know. I thought there was a flaw. I thought it was just me thinking that he said it in front of them. Because that's what they, I was thinking. Yeah. Because after the initial meeting, the first time when Nasir is informed of this clause... He comes out of, out of the room and the accountant comes out and then he informs his friend and Poonam and him that... And I was like, but ye to bataya tha. Exactly. Oh my good. I thought I was... I thought maybe I misheard it or I kind of... I think they think we are dumb and not paying attention. Super dumb. Like they were expecting us to forget what happened one hour before. Exactly. So I was like, wait, what? Yeah, right? So that was pretty random. And then the second thing is like, okay, when Nasir is staying in this hotel and trying to spend the money, he calls Mandakini is supposed to come and redecorate the whole place. So for Hindi movies... Interior decorator equal to architect. <laughs> she says, I'm architect. And I was like, so is she going to break down the building or re... I thought there's some major construction going to happen. All she does is like makes a big room with a ohm sign in it. I was like, <laughs> she's an interior decorator and, and they call her architect. Remember back then when Bollywood did not give a damn about the audience? They thought we were all the most <laughs> dumbest people on earth. That is what was happening in this movie. <laughs> this is a good example. And also like, what does she even decorate? I She made that hideous... What was those? Like pyramid? And it's not even a house, okay? It's a hotel room. Isn't that a hotel room that she's redecorating? Yeah. What kind of hotel is that? But I guess money buys it all, but still. But even the the pyramids were not pyramids. They were just like really cheap triangles. Like, which, you know, like a very, very cheap school project where you're just making. And he's, she, I mean, like, what is this ugly thing? Like, I would not pay a rupee for that. And then in the end, he says like he's trying to, I don't know, he's trying to find something soulful, right? He's trying to find some some kind of decoration which will make him peaceful or whatever. She puts a pillar and she puts a big ass ohm sign and she's like, I have found what you're looking for. And then he goes there. He's like, yes, this is exactly what I was looking for. And then he's like, now I have to check out of the hotel. So what was the whole point? <laughs> like what? Shouldn't she have done that somewhere else? In an empty room. And that has to be the most... Uh, poorly made meditation room if there was one like I could not I could not be peaceful in that room under any circumstance looking at these random places she put ohm and then one pillar of ohm I'm like what is the meaning of this so 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 random (laughs) it was actually fine it added a little bit of humor to us (laughs) but it was not meant to be funny It was not meant to be funny, but that was funny, yeah. So, and then last thing was that the guy, the Harindranath Chattopadhyay, who plays the grandfather in the, we only see him on the television as he's only recorded. So this was also his last movie, uh, unfortunately. And the last time we had seen him was in Bavarchi. He plays the grandfather in Bavarchi, which we did in our last scene. Oh my God, he's perfect as grandfather. He, I think he's only played grandfather in his he has such a grandfather face right he does he's like this typical dadu like if you go see his filmography everywhere it's like dadu baba dadu like some form of like uncle or grandfather is next to his name so what we don't know about him is that not only was he an actor he was also an English poet he was into dramatics he was in musician not 
Yeah, he was an actor and a musician and he was the first Lok Sabha member from Vijayawada constituency. Oh, wow, interesting. He's had an interesting life. He yeah, he was way more successful than many other people in this movie. <laughs> and he lived up till the age of 92. As staying true to our uh, giving random facts about people nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> So now with this episode you know about Harindranath Chattopadhyay. I always used to like this surname by the way, Chattopadhyay. I thought this is Satya. I don't know why. I thought it just it rolls off your tongue really well, Chattopadhyay. <laughs> Not that I know a single Chattopadhyay. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, "Oh, you seem to know a lot of Chattopadhyays." <laughs> In history you have these people who fought for the country and did many things and yeah. All right, so on the standard of comedy, do we think it's a good pick or Yes, I would give it 7 out of 10. How much would you give if you could give numbers? <laughs> Probably give it 6. I think it is a, it's a different watch. It's definitely something, you know, we don't see very much of in Hindi movies, but going by the movies we've uh, done before this, They all have been so 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 good. In this, I think several times I was just laughing, not because there was comedy, just because they were so stupid. Like, I, like how you said, like certain things were so serious, but I was laughing just because they were stupid. <laughs> so in a way, it just it made made you laugh. <laughs> It made me laugh, regardless. Yes. So that's about it. Do you want to add anything else? So this movie, both of us, for both of us, we hadn't like fully watched the movie, so we went in without knowing anything about it, much about it, and we actually was quite nicely surprised. So yeah, it's a good weekend watch in the afternoon, easy peasy. Yeah, going on in the background. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. We are on social media on Twitter at MovieWalaPod and on Instagram at. Movie Wala podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.